0: Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. This episode is entitled Take Jesus in the Voting Booth with You. So, the podcast episode is not going to promote any party any political party or a person if I do I apologize Um, the episode is more about God's point of view regarding voting and our responsibility so I'll start by saying number one thank you so much for listening to the small talk big thoughts podcast and again I am your host Ebony Griffin I it's a privilege to host you um, now, you may walk away not liking this episode because, you know, it's about uh, politics, and most people are like shunning politics, like, hey, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to talk about it, we shouldn't be talking about it, shh, be quiet. Um, so you might not like this episode, but my intention is to encourage you, as I always do, as I always do, and direct you to God. That is always my intention with every episode so many americans have disconnected from politics like i was saying it's like fingers in the ears i don't want to talk about it they totally disconnected and i'm not sure if it's because we're told as uh, christians that uh, we are to stay out of politics, we need to separate church and state, and just blah, 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 all of this stuff. But regardless of what you hear, the Lord cares about politics, and he has specific instructions for us. Now it's baloney, baloney, absolute baloney to think that we as believers, as Christians, have to separate ourselves and our beliefs, our lifestyle, and the way we live when other cultures and religions are not expected to do so nor would they ever consider doing so okay um so y- we got to get out of the mindset and stop believing this baloney about oh no you shouldn't be involved in politics or you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't say that listen Don't let anybody tell you what you should or should not say, how you should or should not think. Okay, let's say that. Um, But now as you go in the voting booth, I'm going to just talk about some healthy mental tips. These are not mental health tips, although they can be uh, healthy. Um, But these are some healthy mental tips for you to remember. And what I mean by that is um, maybe understanding or going through these tips will help lower some anxiety that you may have or just some fears that you may have but ultimately the goal of these tips are to kind of encourage you from a, a holistic and mental perspective so that you kind of get in the mindset of understanding where you fit and where you belong in this stage of life where we are so right now we're in a stage where hey it's voting time you know countries all over are voting and there's no difference for us every two years we are voting and so it's not realistic for us to say oh no i don't want to talk about it this is something that goes on the moment you turn 18 this is a your responsibility you're giving the responsibility of to vote every two years so why aren't we talking about it? We need to talk more about it. This needs to be an open and free conversation. But anyway, I want to go through some healthy mental tips for you to remember. Number one, put God first. 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 I don't want to elaborate on this because it's self-explanatory. Put God first. Don't put you first. Don't put this person or that person first. Put god first okay god first that's number one number two obey god and you're asking how do i do that you do that by getting in your word i gotta you gotta know you and i gotta know what god's word is to know if we're obeying him so get in your bible crack your bible open i know i say that all the time but it's it's good i love when i say it crack that bible open know what god's word is know what god thinks about issues like inflation and famine and shortages and poverty know what he thinks about abortion know what he thinks about crime know what he thinks about murder and violence know what he thinks about immigration and border invasions know what he thinks about war know what he thinks about sex the sex of your children sex with others know what he thinks about marriage know what he thinks about money and the economy you gotta know what god thinks he has to be the standard the moment you recognize what the word says about all these things then it's going to be easier for you to have your opinion about it because guess what You are obeying God, right? So it's easier for you to have an opinion to stand on because you know what God believes. So that's number two. Obey God. Number three, don't let anyone tell you what your issues should be. You instead have to decide on what those issues are. And the issues should be based on biblical world principles so that it should be based on a biblical worldview when it's not based on a biblical worldview and it's based on a uh, worldview and it's not biblical then you can kind of see this is why we have a lot of the things that are going on if people are more like well my opinion is and I think that is more worldview you center but the goal is to think about the biblical worldview as in what does God think about this issue. And so instead of like I said, don't let anyone tell you what your issue should be. Instead have a biblical world view and that means that God is telling you like what the issues are. Okay? Number four. And this one is a little bit lengthy. Um but of course things are bad. When we look at you know the news and we look around in our communities there's crimes there's senseless deaths there's blatant disregard for life and humanity just immoral people just stepping on all over you driving crazy doing all kind of reckless acts Um, and that's because people were sleeping at the wheel and they were abdicating their roles to the politicians and these other leaders state city uh federal leaders for years and and what i mean by that is and when i say sleeping at the wheel and abdicating their roles uh um, which that just means that you voted or not voted but you just say you know what i'm gonna let them do them because they know how to do it and that's not for me i do i stay in my lane and i let them stay in their lane that's abdicating your role given your roles and responsibilities to someone else and just saying you know what i'm not going to worry about it they got it let's be clear the politicians in this country work for you and i we're taxpayers we're voters we have the power you know three hundred and whatever 44 i don't i think it's 344 and you can correct me if i'm wrong congress people do not have power over you and i We got the power. We're the ones who vote for them. We should be telling them what to do, not them telling us what to do, okay? So we are the ones that set what the issues are and what's important to us. Just remember that. Politicians work for you and I now it's not the other way around it's not the other way around this means as citizens we're required to know what is important we're required to think futuristically as we vote and we have to hold these people accountable we have to hold them accountable for the work and their failures to accomplish goals you know A simple or unwise voter votes on ignorance that person votes on irrational beliefs or immoral beliefs in contrast a wise voter votes out of understanding of the country's needs Uh, they have vote out of understanding of God's word and what's God's perspective as well as righteous morals keeping those things in mind that is how the wise voter votes okay now I have a good friend that told me a couple of couple of weeks, I guess it's been about a week ago. But they, you know, called me up and they were frustrated about some things that were going on, and she said that, "Hey, I'm just so fed up. I just won't vote. I'm not voting." And I said, "I right, listen. Okay. All right. What? <laughs> you know, but I asked her um seriously, like, you got to take your issues to the Lord, you know, Is that something that you did? Like, did you take your issues to God? Is that, did God tell you not to vote? And the reason why I ask that is because I know... I know the character of God, okay? And I know that God is not going to tell you to be silent when we're called to occupy until his return. This means that we are called to do our part in society. Occupying is doing our part. We're not lumps on a log, sitting up, doing nothing, waiting for letting the world pass us by and not participating. We are active in our communities and in our societies and not voting is promoting the sin of silence so i just you know told her hey go on back to god take that to him let him direct you and direct your path on that um but ultimately we cannot get around this we can't get around it we have to do our part we have to choose a side. We have to choose what is evil, what is good, what is the best, what is not best for our country. That's the part of this voting process. It's always been this way. It will continue to be this way. And your decision means that you're standing on your standard. And that standard, again, has to be be a biblical view, okay? So. When you go into that vo- booth, because there's no such thing as you're not voting, when you go into that booth, take God with you. Take him with you. Vote in such a way that you won't have to explain your reason to God because they are lined up with the word. Your decision and who you vote for is lined up with the word of God. Okay, so now, um, every one of us, I want to talk about this scripture, actually, because this is a scripture that is very vital to this. Romans chapter 14, verse 12, it reads, and this is from the King James Version, so then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. (laughs) I could drop the mic and just turn this off right now. So, every one of us shall give an account to God. This means you and I, and we will absolutely, absolutely, 100% have to give an account for ourselves. That means we're given an an account for our words, we are given an account for our acts, we're given an account for our beliefs, we're given an account for our thoughts and our decisions. And guess what? That includes who you hit, who you click on when you're in that booth. We will have to give an account for that. Now, I'm not saying you're going to hell based on who you vote for, but I mean, hey, if you could repeatedly vote for things that are outside of what God says, yeah, I mean, that might show that you're really not in line with God and you're not really on his side. So you got to think about that. Um, But. Again, this is not about Republican or Democrat. This is about you having God-fearing beliefs. Notice I didn't say the candidate had to be a Christian. The candidate has to be perfect. It's about your God-fearing beliefs and how those beliefs guide whose name you check in the booth. So number five, because I told you number four was pretty long, and I'm going through, again, I'm going through some health healthy Mental tips to remember regarding voting and taking God with you number five truth Okay, it's a running joke that politicians are liars Right, you can look it up. There's you know, nothing but jokes online about how politicians are liars It's it's you know, if that's the case we're not saying that they are but if that's the case demand the truth You have the right to demand the truth. Remember, I told you they work for you. So don't wait until they're in office to see the lies. Or when you do see a lie after you have voted for them, then you bury your head in the sand and ignore what you see. No, 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 no. You have to do your research on every person from the school boards to the sheriffs to the senators to the state's attorney to the attorney general. Whoever the mayor's it is your job your responsibility to do your due diligence and to do your research on each candidate is your candidate pointing you towards truth you know truth is god right and the devil is a liar so jesus said i am the way i am the truth i am the life so if your candidate tells you their beliefs and it's anything that's against the principles of the bible listen You have to drop that person. Honestly, you got to drop them. It's not the truth. And you can't support someone that's against your God. It's just not what you do. It's not what we do. It's not what I do. So, I say all that to say, you know, this means that when you, you might have to ruffle ruffle some feathers. The moment you realize that truth is not being spoken, truth is not being heard, truth is not, action that your candidate or the politician who you voted for has taken then you may have to ruffle some feathers here this means you might have to you standing up and voting the opposite might hurt your church's feelings it might hurt granddaddy's feelings i don't know who's it might hurt your spouse's feelings you standing on something different okay but at the end of the day the you're only standing on audience of one and that is god you're standing on the word you should be i should be standing on the word of god remember we're taking jesus in the booth with us okay number six we have to insist insist that we have God-given rights. Like I mentioned earlier about you knowing the word, you need to know the rights that this country affords you. It's a reason why people are flocking here by the thousands daily, why they're just infiltrating all the borders, okay? They're not doing that for fun. It's a reason why they're doing it, okay? So now I heard a cashier this week ask a lady, where she was from and so the lady is like oh I'm from blah 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 and and then the cashier says well why are you here you know what you doing here what you doing in America I would if I was you I would have stayed in in your country because it's better This is what the cashier told her. Now, when I heard that, I instantly knew that the cashier had no respect for this country, right? No respect for being free. No respect for the home of the brave. No respect for opportunity. Um, But what the lady said to her, what she told the cashier, was that she left her country for a job and a better life. Now, I know it's hard to wrap your mind around that when... You don't understand the restrictions other countries put on their citizens. But let me tell you, sometimes we take our basic things for granted. We take things for granted that are privileges to others. Remember, voting is a privilege. Many countries are told who will be in office. And they don't have a say-so. You do. So get to know your constitution. Get to know your Bill of Rights. Get to know your state laws. Get to know your state constitutions. Know the branches of government and the duties of those individuals and roles in those branches. When you know them and know all this stuff, it's easy to know when the rules have not been followed. And it's easy to know how your candidate fits within the role. So if your candidate is saying something like I'm going to do this, this and this and you know the constitution and you know your state constitution and your your uh the bill of rights and you know that okay, well they said that they're going to do this, but that doesn't that doesn't give they don't have the power to do that or they do have the power to do it. You need to know that. Why? Because they're working for you. So what is it, like if they're working for you and you don't even know the law, you don't even know what your rights are, that's not good. Number seven. Number seven is when you go vote, vote for religious liberty. And this kind of connects to number six. If you're okay with seeing others removed from their social media platform, silenced from the news, tracked everywhere they go, their privacy rights being trampled over, just remember it's not just them, it'll be you soon. It will be you soon. You're not above your rights being overstepped and your freedoms being discarded. So that's number seven. When you go vote, vote for your religious liberties. Last but not least, last but not least and guess what this is very important all of them are important but this one is a good one um there needs to be prayer you got to pray you got to pray and you need to listen to god okay you need to be praying about these candidates you need to be praying about the issues you need to be going to god i can't say it enough now jeremiah 29 and 7 from from regular king james just king james says and seek peace of the city whether I have caused you to be carried away captives and pray unto the Lord for it for in the peace there shall be there shall you have peace okay so please pray pray for your cities pray for your states pray for the counties pray for the countries I mean, pray, really pray. Pray for the country's repentance. Pray against division. Pray for unity. Pray against death. Pray for life. Pray against crime and disorder. Pray for laws to be followed and peace. Okay? Pray against poverty and pray for the fruitfulness of God. And, you know, if all of these things that I say pray for, if you're finished praying for it, then ask God for more things to pray for. Guess what? He will, it's a list. We got plenty of things for you to pray for. You can't run out of things to pray for. There's a lot, so get to praying and don't just uh, pray for the election. And when the election stopped, and you just go, no, guess what? You have a role. Continue to pray. Continue to pray for the country. Continue to pray for the state. Can print. Continue to pray for your local. Uh, counties and your local uh neighborhood it's your duty to do it, so, as I wrap this up, the big thought is the big thought is when you go in that voting booth, take Jesus with you, take Jesus, take Jesus, take Jesus with you, serve him with every vote, ask him to open your eyes to the candidates, according to acts twenty six eighteen ask God to help you see his view and his choice in the candidate and not be blinded by darkness not be not have scales over your eyes not be blinded by the lies of the devil or blinded by what's popular it's important for you to be able to have open eyes clear heart okay open eyes scales off not blinded and be able to like fully see what god see and what god sees and what his point of view is well that's all folks remember to share this podcast or share the gospel with others one or both share the podcast or share the gospel with others until next time good people small talk big thoughts big thoughts small talk big thoughts big thoughts small Big thoughts